Welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm Mason. And we're back for the Sweet 16 episode. Sweet 16. License to drive. License to pod. Pod. It's like we've been finally handed the keys to the podcast. Like, you know. If we if we have a podcast next week, then we passed our test. <laughs> if, we, if we don't, then we uh, failed. Yeah, then we're trying to get a license still. License to keep on potting. Yeah, so, hey, podcast is going great. It's been a lot of fun. I yeah. mean, we passed our thousand, it seems like, forever ago. We, we still got to work on that giveaway. I'm trying to wait till the website's up. Yeah. And stuff, so... Stay tuned for that still. We're definitely still going to do a giveaway. Around the 1500 mark, we'll be giving a giveaway for 1,000 <laughs> downloads. <laughs> Dude, it took us, you know, like episode 14 to get 1,000, and we're already a quarter of a way to 2,000. So. It's been picking up some steam, and last week we had a good time talking to Zach. And Yeah, that was a good time. Episode worked. He sent over a lot of pictures. We, we made, you know, yeah, and a couple it, good posts out of it. Yeah, and his team, unfortunately, didn't move on in the playoffs. I saw that. But, yeah. hey, he's a positive guy. Whether they win or lose, you know, I liked how positive he is. You know, whether... He's you just know. thankful to be out there and yeah. be a part of it. And they're doubling up in size next year, hopefully. And the league seems like it's heading in a good direction. Yeah. And he talked about the incentives they're going to be doing yeah. and stuff. That was totally cool. That caught me off guard. I didn't realize his league was a... Like that legit yet, or, or you know that well established already in just their first year. So, yeah, linking up with the uh, the Federal Hockey League and SPHL South Pacific. Hopefully that you know pans out for them, and I look forward to seeing what he does next year with them. Yeah, so stay tuned to Zach. You know if you follow him on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, you know for yeah. some exciting things. We'll try and you know keep tabs on him on the show. So. As we do with most of our guests, you know. Yeah. I think we've tried to keep tabs on everybody. I think for the most part, the ones that, you know, kind of make it easy for us to keep tabs <laughs> or, or like you could tell, you know, wanted to benefit from it. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Some yeah. our guests uh, a little more private in life, yeah. but. So, um, uh, yeah. How was your week? It was good, man. We got out there for a skate on Wednesday. Yeah. You know, we Wednesday had, skate was a fun time. It was, you know, it was a good time. The kids out there for a couple of shifts here and there. And I think they got more ice time than most people because they just didn't get tired like the rest of us. So <laughs> Yeah, the kids just ended up being out there like, I don't know, 60% of the time. So I had time. to like and call them like, off like from the, from the net back. Hey, change. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was a good time. You have a mixture of kids and some adults and there's a couple guys that brought their kids that are just getting into hockey and yeah, you know, yeah. had a good time. So. I love it. I'm I'm all for, you know, just getting more people playing hockey and and we're going to continue. We're going to do a couple more um next month of those. Yeah. And try and get two more of those. So, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, it was a good time and then uh I had a good weekend. It wasn't I didn't have like anything on the like schedule this weekend, so it was nice to just kind of be chilling and then we went to uh the Staybridge Suites in Lehigh. And we that's kind of our little like getaway that's not a getaway it's your staycation, staycation yeah there you go. so we uh and it's dog friendly so we, we bring the dog okay. and we went out there and just stayed for the night on saturday night and you know you, you guys should join you should help coach the team next year because every hotel i think we've stayed at this whole season for like tournaments have all been dog friendly 
Oh, that would be perfect, man. <laughs> Some incentive right there. <laughs> yeah, trying to get Mason on the coaching train. Hey, dude, dog-friendly hotels. Dog friend. That's how you do it because they get the wife on board. She's there like, you oh, go. we can go on dog-friendly adventures. You know? Yeah, bring the dog. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, so, dude, Jax would love Sam in Idaho. Oh, yeah, it would be his. I don't think he'd want to come back home. Right behind our hotel where we stayed and probably stay again was like a trail and stuff. And there was a dog park right across the river. Oh, great. So, I mean, it was snowy, but. <laughs> I mean, but he loves that. You know, he it's harder on that. us. <laughs> but the Husky's like, yeah, I'm all for it. He's you know, all I got a coat naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, that was my weekend. But what about you? Um, Yesterday, I mean, it's funny that we like the season at. Sorry, excuse me. It's the season, season ended for, like, the youth hockey, but I feel like I've just been on the ice even more. So, like I, like you said, the Wednesday skate, but we also had Tuesday with the Lady Grizz. That's right. Um, we had the Wednesday skate with us, and then Thursday, Friday, I don't think we got on the ice. And then Saturday, we had our team party scrimmage. And so it was kind of like what yeah, we did on Wednesday. Like with a banquet like, party. Yeah, so it was kind of like what we did on Wednesday where it was adults. So the adults were the coaches and then we had the kids out there and it was it was fast paced it was fun was and that at the maverick center is that you see you yeah we that? did at the maverick center so like we had the time on the clock we had score nice. you know so it was it was a really good time Dude, that's i didn't time. score but you know i think i got an assist <sighs> but you're playing out huh so. yeah i was playing out you know i don't I mean, you can hang in that competition, but not just kidding. <laughs> I didn't want to put on the pads because I didn't want to get embarrassed too bad by, you know, nine and 10 year olds. I could either go crazy with an awesome shutout and 55 <laughs> saves, or it could look really bad. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 goals to a bunch of eight year olds, or, yeah. you know, what, 10, 11 year olds? They're nine, 10, 11, nine, 10, depending 11, on yeah. when their birthdays are. So the Pee Wees, right? Yeah. yeah. No, squirts. Squirts. So that was fun. We did like a shootout and stuff. And oh, the best part of it was I was like skating, grabbing pucks for shootouts, and I was like, and we had a get one of the coaches like likes to do photography, so like he was taking pictures, and I was skating, picking up pucks, like talking to the goalie, like, hey, dude, all the way to the post, all the way to the post, and then right as I turn around, dude, guy with the camera is not looking either, skating at me full speed with his camera out, oh, no. and like right at the last second, we just. Boom! Hit, and we both just grabbed each other's shoulders. <laughs> just stayed, kept each other up. It was it was Did magical. Did he have the camera like around the neck or anything? You know? he no, he dropped it down to his chest. So, like we both ran oh, into man. it, but his camera's good, and so, Ooh. so close yeah. call. Close it was call. a close call. Last time he brought his camera out, he tripped over like a kid like skating behind him, and just ate it. And, but he oh. but he held the camera up. So does he wear a helmet at least? He does, yeah. <laughs> Smack the head right there, dude. Yeah. Cool. So Saves it was a cool. camera, but I got a conky. Yeah, so hopefully we got some cool pictures from the weekend skate at the Grizzlies or That's the Mavericks sweet, Center. Yeah, first, pers- first person view you get out there, dude. Yeah. I'm actually Roman. Yeah, and then uh, Lexi went to, you know, we went out to Park City for a skate. We didn't know really what to expect. Yeah. And we thought it was going to be like a practice kind of drills kind of thing. And it was a drop-in for girls. Nice, just all girls dropping. Yeah, and it was it was like it was like not advanced, but like you know faster. Mm-hmm. And like we showed up, and we didn't know it was a drop in, but it was kind of like a drop in with like refs and keeping score. Wow! And so it was awesome competitive game. Yeah. yeah so and like the average age of the ladies probably was like thirty, maybe even forty. Nice. So these were girls that had played hockey for a while, and there was some younger ones too, or like older ones that have kind of 
slowed their game down a little bit, but like the girls got in the mix with them and they hung and it was, wow. Like the young girls. Yeah. There was a few young girls out there. So yeah, it was awesome for Alexi to get there and skate with us. And like, and like, I honestly thought it was a very growing experience for her because that was the first time she's ever played like a drop in that I wasn't at. And like me telling her to get off or, you know, Mark or Mm -hmm. someone telling her no family ties or anything. Like no family was on the ice. Yeah. So it was really cool and Letting playing with, a little bit. Yeah. And so like she had to like play that kind of drop in where like she hates playing defense, but like yeah. some of the girls are like, Hey, play D, you know? So she like played defense and she did great. And That's so awesome. she still won't admit that she had fun playing defense, but yeah. she did really good. And yeah, it was, it was fun to watch her. And was she the youngest one out there? She was the youngest one out there. Nice. That's also a, a good challenge too, to be, you know, like really young and, and a lot of older competition. Yeah. Try and play up to it. Yeah. So I think it was really, you know, good thing for her. And she built a lot of skills on totally different levels than I think she knows. She, she was like, I thought I was going to cry before. Cause you know, all these people, all she didn't know. And locker room. she knew, she knew two other girls that were there that were also young. And when we walked in, one of the girls, mom was like, they're in that locker room. They're both putting on white jerseys. And the lady riding the skate was like, Alexi, uh, okay, you're in that room and you're wearing dark. Sorry. <laughs> and Lexi was just like, your friends. Uh, what? <laughs> but I think it was a really good experience for her to not be with anybody she knew. And those, just, yeah. the ladies were super nice. So um, thanks to the, I think her name was Shelly. Shelly runs that skate out in Park City. So hopefully we're going cool. back next week and just keep it going. So that's awesome, man. So, and then here we are Monday night here yeah. to record. <laughs> Speaking of women playing hockey and killing it out there. We're trying to interview one of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Day. Yeah. So <laughs> get Katie on the, on the podcast today. Katie, Katie Christie. Now it's like, Katie I, I always have to like, married. I always want to call her Katie player. Cause that's how I know her, but yeah. she is married now. So hopefully we get her and possibly her husband on the podcast. And later. they are a hockey love story. It's a hockey love story. Like it's like a Disney show. Yeah, so <laughs> I want to get stay the scoop. It'd be a, it would be a fun one to get <laughs> yeah, into that. Yeah, dig, yeah. dig deep into that a little bit. So, and then she's going to be playing for the U this year. So, you know, we'll dig into that. So definitely stay tuned for that interview. Um, but yeah, we got some hockey to talk about, but a little update. I mean, the men's league team is going well. We haven't officially signed anyone. I- <laughs> yeah, that's right. You haven't seen the signed <laughs> post coming up on the cup doc page. Uh, and but- like I told Autumn about it. She was like, uh, I don't know if you should do that. I was like, no, we're doing that. She was that. totally against it. I was like, it, we're huh? doing like, that. That's not good branding. <laughs> branding shmanding. Yeah. Yeah. So to keep your eyes peeled for the welcome to cup talk team, you know, out there, but jerseys are um ordered oh, you got some ordered yeah sweet dude and stuff so did you get a, a dark and a light or just a, a dark we are getting dark and light and light nice yeah so that's the only way we could keep the black or the white so <laughs> i'll take it yeah I'll take it so i'm excited for that um high school no high school um but hey i am gonna try to get an alumni game for my high school going that's pretty sweet, dude. That'd so be cool. we, I, I kind of talked about it a little bit with some guys and stuff. So, and I've seen other teams do it. So I kind of got some insight on how they did it, and they just did it pretty much on their own. So nice. Anybody who's playing for DCI or has played for DCI, hit me up. 
Well, we're going to get it done. Dude, that's that's cool. There's a lot of people like in that program that come out of that program, so I'm sure you guys can get a really good <laughs> turnout. Maybe you'd have to have multiple games to get it. We might. We might. So <laughs> Have a four-team pool of DCI. No, I'm just, I don't know, but that'd be cool, man. Yeah, yeah. So other than that, you know, no real high school. I mean, I think the summer league's going. I know. I'm not really keeping tabs I, on that. Probably it's somewhere about that time. My I, I did have one high school slash college update. Yeah. I saw that there's a Copper Hills alumni, Riley Peach. I'm not sure if that's how you say his name. You know, but uh um he's a freshman there at UVU and he just uh, I guess made the team signed Signed as a Wolverine, so we should get, get the we should some, get the uh, Copper Hills alumni. We should get the Copper Hills alumni slash UVU player on the pod. That would be cool. <laughs> hey, so you know Riley Peach, if you're out there, and if, even if I'm saying your name wrong and you listen to this pod, come join us. Yeah. Um, we, we may just DM find a way us, to reach out to you. DM us on the Instagram. Get you on. <laughs> I'll be down. Yeah, to talk about what you're doing. So, yeah, that's uh, my high school update. Nice, nice. Um, I just want to hit on this real quick. Did you see that the IH, IIHF canceled the women's tourney? I just I did hear about that, but I didn't really read into it at all. That was it a COVID thing? I'm assuming. Yeah, but but here and like so everything with COVID, you know, it, it might not happen. But yeah. they did them real dirty. It was like they were all practicing, ready to go, and like the day of or the day before, canceled. That sucks, man. No backup plan. No, like, contingency, no plan to do it in the future. They're there <clears throat> the day of. So they didn't get into Canada yet. Okay. They so were leaving to oh. head up to Nova Scotia, I think is where it's supposed to be. And they just said no. And so basically all these women hockey players have been calling out the IHF, IIHF on one holding it in Nova Scotia where they knew things were really strict. Yeah. And also not having a backup plan. So say Nova Scotia said no go. Well, yeah. what's, let's reroute it somewhere else. And no plans for a future tournament. So Dang. they're all waiting Dang. in limbo of like, hey, are rough, we going to go like in a couple months? Are we going to have to like put on, I guess they put off their families for like 31 days or something. Or was that what they're going to have to do? So they all have, I mean, like women's hockey like, players. Do I, yeah. do I keep aiming at this goal or do I just yeah just forget about it go back to my regular life whatever and, and here's the crazy thing was there was no positive tests to warrant a cancellation Nova Scotia just said no you're not coming the, yeah the <clears throat> IIHF whatever just canceled it what like, and they, what happened behind the scenes like was there someone like big time that really didn't want this to happen yeah ever? I don't know and so there's a lot of inequality things kind of going on Man. about that oh, yeah, hockey Canada and stuff <laughs> what a know. terrible time to <laughs> yeah, have so, something like that happen but yeah like the zero cases is what like Dude. I was like what that's crazy like just it seemed like it was almost like we talked about the Ice Bowl Cup like back in the day like it was almost like doom from the start yeah it seems like that's where this was so yeah, that's been yes yeah, so that's hard I mean two big events for women's hockey yeah. Unless, just, you know, like a six-month, eight-month time yeah. span that that's happened. That, or not even, that's like three months, four months. I forget that it was just in February, right, or January when that was. Yeah. And the, that all was canceled again. Yeah, and the men's U18 is supposed to start later this month, I believe, or next month in, I think it's in Minnesota. But, okay. like, everything's set to go. Oh, Probably yeah. going to happen. And so these play. girls are like, wait, what? But the men get to play? 
And they are the younger men, but still, it's going to happen. You that's, know, dude, that's that's dirty. That <laughs> is dirty, man. I, it'd be interesting to see how they play that out. How they try and if they try and save face, or I imagine if they're going to play a men's tournament, they're going to have to do something to re- try and reschedule, like get it yeah. out of Canada. Maybe the Canadian, maybe <laughs> Canada doesn't come any of their teams. I don't know. Well, they can cross the border in the U.S. Oh yeah, because we're it's just not. We're le- it's just lenient. not crossing the border into Canada. So. Hopefully they get something and those girls get a play and, you know, they've all been training, prepping. If you follow a lot of the girls, like on Instagram or whatever, like they've been working hard getting ready yeah. for this and then just boom, you're oh, done. Man. Dude, that's, that's a huge frustrating. They, I mean, they age out of this tournament, right? This is, is it 20 you? Yeah. This one. So, I mean, they only, you get so many years. So yeah, yeah. No, if, this is, no, this is everybody. This is everybody. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is the women's so This is like Olympics. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Style. So these yeah, are okay. the Olympic teams. Yes. Okay. Never mind. So this is like their pre-Olympic tournament. This is the, but they still, yeah, they need these reps. They need these games. Because the Olympics are coming this winter, I believe. Well, so summer Olympics starts 2022. Oh, because they were supposed to start last yeah. year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 2022 or Olympics will be this year. Wait a minute. Yeah. Is it is it Winter Olympics this year? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's every two oh, years. Okay, yeah. Because is summer starting this year, 2021? Yeah, it was supposed to go 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they, soon, so they huh? pushed them to this year. 2021, yeah. So <clears throat> because That's you right. kind of, a, it's kind of a three and a half year gap, and then it's like a one and a half year gap because it's every two years, but you have the six months of it's either summer or winter. So yeah, because it was 2018 when the U.S. women beat Canada. Yeah, right? yeah. So and 20, they scoffed at that silver medal. Yeah, so 2022 will be the rematch, and that'll be in February, I believe. That's yeah. when they have the Olympics. So, so, yeah. So this was their precursor to that. So we basically just get back-to-back here at the Olympics because COVID kicked the Olympics out of 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we get a yeah, summer, yeah. and then we get a winter. Yeah, right away. Awesome. I'll yeah, take it. I love, I love win- Olympics. You know, it's the only time people you know, give a shit about swimming or like, you know, I know like <laughs> everybody, like the patriotism is so strong. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Like U S leading in golds or, you know, yeah, total yeah, medals. Yeah. But, and, but it's, it's really funny how people become like experts on Olympic sports, like years of Olympics. Yeah. And they act like, Oh dude, I love figure skating. Oh my gosh. I was such, I was so big in archery growing up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love kayaking. Oh man. Katniss in <laughs> You know, the Hunger Games, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. <laughs> the biathlon, that's, yeah, my, biathlon that's my thing, biathlon is the... Shooting and skiing, that's what I live for. Oh, dude. I, watch this, dude. It's like six hours long, but I'm going to watch every second. Dude, I actually worked <laughs> with a guy that was on the biathlon. Olympic oh, really? Team. Yeah. That's cool. And he got... Dude, he's had this coolest career. He, uh, he was able to train at, like, the Olympic Training Center in Colorado on full-time army orders as an athlete. Um, and he, he has a Wikipedia page, Jimmy Tila, oh. you know, he was at the 2002 games here. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. But anyways, yeah, now he, he's the coach of uh, Utah national guard. We have a biathlon team that competes oh. like with other States and he coaches it. it That's like, pretty cool. Yeah. He's at a good time. Autumn's mom is like a super Olympic fan. Like she is records she? them all and then like watches them all for like, I feel like it's the next wow. year. That's but. a lot of, cause there's a lot of content. Like. <laughs> It's like ongoing like for like what, a like, month straight all day. Yeah, and this year I think they said they're going to have like a hundred and something hours of like oh my Olympic gosh, coverage. Dude. That's that's some commitment to watch everything. I don't know if she's going to be able to keep up, but yeah. yeah, she usually like you go over there like in the in like six months after the Olympics, and she's still watching Olympics. She's like crying watching them at the podium. <laughs> she's like, oh. It was such an emotional win, and you're like, that happened like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, and it's—I mean, it's better than sitcoms, you know, or yeah. reality TV. So 
It's real more drama. Power, dude. People power really live it. the drama. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I love Olympics, so. I mean, I do love watching a little curling action or something, you know? Like, oh, yeah. You know, it gets intense. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, curling. <laughs> dude, it's just, yeah, like, they're super into it. it. And they seem, I don't know, curling seems to be a fun sport to just to play. When I, I was, when I was in high school, I worked at the Oval, and they had curling nights where anybody could come, and it was like, I think you had to pay twenty dollars your first time because you had to do a little lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then anytime after that, it was like fifteen or something like that. You were just like dropping in because so you were already like trained. And I never, I was always oh. working the night, so I never did it. But like every, like people once they came, dude, they would like come back every week, and they had these. It was like date night for we a lot of try, couples, dude. I want to try curling. I wonder if they still do it. We should look into. It. And wasn't uh, Aug, was it Weber County? Was Weber County used for curling yeah. in the Olympics? Yeah, Weber County was. So like they have all the stuff too, and they do curling. Yeah. Sometimes I believe that would be good. a curling, a cup talk curling nine or something Dude, like we that. Should. We'll get, we'll push autumn and we'll let her go <laughs> and then she'll let the stone go. <laughs> we'll have a nice a devil curl. It could be an advantage or disadvantage. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And so, oh wait, we forgot to stop autumn. <laughs> <laughs> no, that reminds me of like, we used to play in Provo and like one time I came out of the locker room and everybody's laughing and one of the guys is pushing Autumn, and then the other guys have their hockey sticks like they're sweeping. <laughs> and they, they were, like, trying to, like, get Autumn. And, like, yeah. it was just for fun. It didn't really work. That's but, you hilarious, know, dude. They were all joking we're about We're curling that. Autumn. Yeah, yeah, so that's what made me think about that. <laughs> but, yeah, so with all this talk, man, it seems like club hockey is the place to be right now, you know, to have a season because the high school hockey team is yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. They had their full season, and then – Salt Lake County was like, no, you got to wear masks. I'm like, nah, bro, we'll just go play in Ogden. <laughs> and they, they got it done. And yeah. then the all the club leagues, you know, the ACHA just had three men's championships and a women's championship last week, all concluded yeah. national championships. You know, the women's, ACHA, D1, we, Liberty got the three-peat. Um, they, they got it they got it done. And then in the men's, you had D1, Adrian College, 6-1 over Minot State. Big win for them. You know. I thought this one was really exciting. D two, you marry Marauders. Did did you see? I don't know if you see these. These are like those stars uniforms. That's like white on white on white on white. <laughs> They're like that, but it's blue as their other color. But like the, it's all white, like pants, jersey, oh man, uh, helmet, everything. Did it? <laughs> white gloves. I'm pretty white sure it's white gloves. gloves. And they won 2-0. And then Hope College got it done, 3-0 against Arkansas in the D, men's D three. So. I, you know, club hockey, it seems like a nice place to be where there's, you know, less regs you yeah, have to yeah. follow, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. But, I mean, it's still not school fun sanctioned. hockey. They're having a good time. <laughs> yeah, not school sanctioned, so you can play. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And University of Utah just announced they're, they're going to be expanding to a D2. Yeah, they're going to have two teams. Yeah, so. Yeah, so any of you guys young prospects looking to track, because their trout's still about to happen, right? It's, uh, yeah, 12, 13 May. Yeah. You can still register. I, the women's is in May also, isn't it? I think it's all combined, I <clears> want to <throat> say. Maybe not. I think it's like two different weekends, but they're both in May. So. Okay. Hey, get out to the U, try out. Yeah, get on the ice. I mean, they, they're a big school now. They probably get a, a bunch of kids coming to try out, you know, a Pac-12 school. But uh, that'd be now you got, what, 40 spots to try out for, something yeah, like that, two teams. Hey, if you're looking to, like, be that guy in men's league, be like, oh, who's that? Like, oh, he played college hockey. Yeah. <laughs> you, even, you don't even have to, like actually play on the ice if you can get on the team and they get all the cool team gear and then yeah. show up to men's league games like dude that that guy played for the u man yeah yeah he's legit dude <laughs> that's all that's all that's all that matters dude i tried out for college ben i didn't i never played so don't worry man i got cut from the u my 
my senior year. From the U? Yeah, I tried out. There was like 60 people at the tryout that year, I think, in 2010. Dang. And uh, I totally got nervous. I had a good first day, and then I, I didn't have a good second, third day. Um, but, yeah, I didn't make team. I wasn't really planning on going to school. I pretty much knew I was going to go to Weber. Um, but I, I got lucky enough. The Weber State tryout, I, I got picked up. I had, but there's a lot less guys there, so I had some better odds for sure. See, I tried out for Weber, and I had an okay first day. And then my second day, I had, I didn't let in a single goal. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling good, good, right? And then coach pulled me aside. I was like, so uh, we already got our goalies, just to let you know. He's like, oh, which ones were they? And they're like, oh, they weren't here. Yeah, <laughs> was that 2010? Ah, uh, you know what? It might have been 2009 or 10. Okay, because I, I remember some goal like there being four goalies when I was there in 2010, and I don't think – any of them were there after tryouts. Dude, like, it could have been. Maybe one. There was, like, one kid that, like, made it from, he was, like, on the Renegades that year, but he was, like, our third goal. They took him as, like, a third. And then he didn't play, and they finally just said, like, hey, bro, if you want to go play somewhere else, you know, you're Dude, not going to get any time. It probably was and 2010. Went, yeah, because I was one like, when we had got talking about this, I was like, maybe Nick was there, like, before we knew each other. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure PD was one of the goalies there. Yeah, PD. And PD wasn't on the team that year because he was still playing midgets. So yeah. PD was at the tryout, but he wasn't there. And then we had Yoni, Jonas Torgensen, the Norwegian, and then Paul yeah. Flieger, yeah. I think, or Flugs Flieger, I think, something, something like that. But I think both of them weren't there at the tryout. Yeah. See, we probably were at the same tryout. We didn't even know. Those years were. Uh, did you do the a golf? Dirty did you the do the golf side. tournament? No, I didn't do the golf oh, tournament. Was there, there was a golf like, tournament that year? There was like a golf tournament like that same weekend, and I did it with Deitch. Oh, that's fun. I, I didn't know anybody, and so like I was from West Jordan. I just drove up, played hockey, and then like drove back down <laughs> on, my, you know, on my own, and then, yeah, came up. And uh, I didn't know if I met Deitch. I was just like, hey, you guys going to send out an email? And he was just like, oh, no, you're good. You can come play. Uh, you know, <laughs> practice starts this week. Just show up at 7 a.m. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> nice, nice. So... Yeah, a little college hockey fun, you know, it's, just touch on it. So. Yeah. The, the thing is for you, man, it's it's a lot harder to fight for a goalie spot on the A-team. Two spots, man. <laughs> Two spots. Two spots, that's it. It's tough. It's tough. But, yeah. uh, all right, should we talk some pro hockey now? Yeah, let's let's jump into the Grizzlies here. Hey, four. <laughs> four out of six points, man. Four out of six. <laughs> when I saw that yesterday, I was like, dude, I got to text man. Mason right now. When I seen that, they got four out of six points. We see. I like how they post because that was their post, right? I didn't yeah. know they post like that too. Like you, you, like I, I thought you were the only one that like said that. You know, like three out of the possible six points this weekend, and then they post about they it. They posted about it. That was awesome. Yeah. So Grizzlies, hey, four out of the six points. Yeah, which against Allen, that they have not been so great against this yeah. year actually, and so, they needed some wins. Yeah, to stay ahead of the there. pack. They're. Uh, Battling for in the in their playoff run, so yeah, it was good. It was a win loss win, but you know, kind of opposite of like kind of what we've been seeing, right? Or, yeah, yeah. Or well, no, no, it's no, like it's a loss like a, loss win. Yeah, game usually three, it's a typically. loss OT loss with those three points. Yeah, so start out a win, end with a win. It was good. Yeah, and both wins. Garrett, Garrett. Mag. oh dude, yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> Garrett is just shutting the door. Yeah. And, I, I mean, what does that bring his total to? Four and, four and four two. two? Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he could be the main goalie if he's playing like that. He's got, like, half as much games 
is Peyton Jones, you know, so he's kind of climbing, getting his name in there. Yeah. But dude, he's every chance he's getting, he's performing. So. Yeah. So hopefully see him in that more often and hopefully stays hot, you know? Yeah. So what a 4 2 win on Friday, two points, and then a 2 1 loss. Yeah, it was a, it was yeah. a close loss on Saturday too. So like, not not to rag on oh, Jones, you know, but two goals, it's not bad. So. I think I got it wrong. Saturday was like, was it like a four two loss? Yeah, I feel like it was more than. I that. think I said two to one, but I think it was like a four two or maybe five two. <laughs> maybe it was more than we thought. <laughs> I think I got my stats mixed up from last week or something. Okay. But but Sunday maybe, pretty, maybe we'll just cut this part out. We'll just, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> These guys don't know what they're talking about. No, we know they got four points. Yeah, they got four out of six points. That's all that matters for the weekend. Metcalf got two wins. So, yep, and he's solid weekend for the out. They wore some funky jerseys on Saturday, though. Did they? I haven't seen them yeah. rock a funky jersey yet. In no, a while. Sa- Sunday. It was Sunday. Sunday afternoon, they wore on some. On the like, road, huh? Yeah, they wore some like lime green tops with some pink socks. I don't know. Maybe it was pink in the rink. Oh, maybe it was one. I like, it's fun how the ECHL, they don't have, they can like, it's not just a warm-up jersey for them. You know, they wear the crazy jerseys and they play in those crazy jerseys. Well, and it seems like both teams are usually on the same pace. Like when there's like Star Wars night, like both teams will sometimes wear like Star Wars. Or like, you know, superhero night, they'll both wear superhero things. Did you like those uh, C-3PO jerseys back in the day? I did like C-3PO ones. Those were cool. And the Batman ones were pretty cool too. Batman ones were good. They wore like I remember for military night one year they wore like the dress uniform. Yeah, I think, and that I think was, we went to that game. Oh yeah, yeah, and it was it was cool, but it was it looked awkward once you saw them like all going because like it was all they had like the shirt and tie, yeah, yeah, and the jersey, like the and shirt and tie, the pants and the socks were supposed to all be one unit, like look like one unit, like they yeah. were wearing pants, and so it's just strange because you know you're used to like it looks a little different from your hockey pants to your socks, right? You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when it all looks like one, you think you're like, wait, are they wearing roller hockey pants? Or like, is it just a one onesie? No, oh no, it's socks and pants. It's just yeah. all the same color. It's like, like back in the day when the NHL went to the pants. Like, have you ever seen any like footage or videos? No. Yeah, the NHL. There was a couple teams that wore pants. Oh like, no, like roller hockey pants in the NHL. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Awkward, <laughs> I got to figure out which. I think it was like 70s or Dude, early 80s or something. That's awesome. That's hilarious, man. I didn't know that was a thing. So, a correction, yeah. 4-2 was the, the loss on Saturday. Okay. I just looked up. So, we're not too far off, guys. Don't worry. Okay. We kind of know what we're doing. <laughs> kind of. Just a little bit. Hey, episode 16, we're still learning. Right? We're still young enough to say we're learning, huh? <laughs> um, But, hey, and then outside of that, dude. Matthew Boucher for Rookie of the Year. I did see that. The campaign has been officially begun for Rookie of the Year for He's Matthew He's leading Boucher. them all. So. In points, goals, and assists. So that would be pretty cool. He gets Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I mean, probably means we won't see him next year. But <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's, he may be one and done in a Grizzly uniform. Maybe that's why they've kept him down in the ECHL so he could win Rookie of the Year. And then have that as like a, yeah, a notch on his belt you know, yeah. when he goes up. ECHL Rookie of the Year. Because I, I bet that most people who win Rookie of the Year like spend the majority of the season in the ECHL. You have to play so I mean, because you have to get enough games to, be able to earn that spot. Like if you yeah. come in for five games and you get ten points and then you're gone, it's going to look awesome, but you're not going to be Rookie of the Year because you're going to be gone. But, hey, Matt Bechet has been like on fire, though. Like He hasn't just been like a bottom feeder that's just stuck around the ECHL yeah. and just kind of mediocre production no. all year. Like He's been... 
a solid point. Has he been over a point per game? He's close because he's at 43 points, and I think they've played just around 54 games or somewhere okay. in there. So, so I don't know what his if his game, if he's played in every single game, but I, I want to say he's right around there, okay. a little bit under. But uh, um, this weekend, actually, I believe he was scored. He was held scoreless for the first time in Ooh. a long time. So yeah, I did see him on the score sheet, and I think he's. His point totals and everything stayed the same from last week. So, hey, nothing to be crazy, to get too crazy about, right, or, or uh, anything. But, you know, just every now and then it happens, you know, a score <laughs> this weekend. Yeah, so. But it's good to see him, you know, succeeding. And at, he's still on top, though, after, you know, being scoreless to the weekend. He's still killing it. 19 goals, 24 assists, and 43 points. And he's uh, the next... Uh, the next highest goal for a rookie is 14, so five below, and the next highest assist 23. So he's only one over there, but the next highest guy in points is 37 too. He's got by six, so yeah, he's killing it. Hopefully, we see that rookie of the year yeah, trophy and, in his hands. And then this weekend, this week, I guess they're in Wichita on Wednesday, and then they're at Tulsa on Friday. Yep, he's got the hiccups today. <laughs> Friday and, and Saturday, they're still in ninth place overall, fourth in the West, right in the so, mix. Hey. Right here in the mix. But, hey, and then they come home the next week for four games against Rapid City. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Yep, and that will be a fun one. They've they've had a good back and forth with Rapid City this year. It seemed like at the beginning it was all Grizzlies, mm-hmm. you know, and then Rapid City's won a couple. So, But, hey, if they can lock down four wins in a row, I mean, that, the Grizzlies don't do that usually. It's usually, like we said, the three out of six points. But, yeah. We'll see what we have to report on out of the eight points. It's possible. true. They're sitting only one point ahead of Rapid City right now, so that they want they need four these points. games against your like an eight zero difference. Yeah, like eight points. That's huge. Dude, that would that might have solidify their spot in the playoffs because, I mean, that'll be one month before the season ends. I mean, they still have to go till June fifth, so that'll be about one month left in the season. So, yeah, so good time to put that could make really a solidify them in those in the playoff standings. Yeah, so a lot of exciting things, and yeah, you can get tickets through that DC Wind um, link. Still, the the link in our bio. The link is not in our bio. Our bio link is now our podcast our bo- link. Never mind, it's our podcast link. So, so yeah, so it's utahgrizzlies.com slash dcyha for discount tickets, but also donating to youth hockey. That's right. Or you can. Call the box office or show up to the game and get some tickets. So Yep, you can call their number, 801-988-8000, or, you know, utahgrizzes.com. Get your ticks. What was that number up? So 2640 or something like that? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They were long, the so. COVID sellout. The COVID yeah. sellout. So, you know, they got, uh, you know, quite a bit more seats than they did in the beginning of the season. Yeah, but, so. hey, they're, if they're having COVID sellouts, that's a lot of people in there. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of... That's even good for a regular season for them, you know. Yeah. I think a good number like that. But, you know, the Grizzlies, they get fun. Those games are fun. The fans are into it. Like we said, it's fast hockey this season. It's really intense. And coming down the stretch, playing teams that they're neck and neck in with the playoffs. Yeah. So, going to be some pretty meaningful games coming down the stretch. So, a good time to get your butts in the seats and watch some Utah Grizzly hockey. Get out there. (laughs) All right. Well, you want to send it over to our interview? Let's do it. Let's talk to Katie. All right. All right. Today on the podcast, we have 
good friends Katie and Austin Christie. How's it going, guys? Yeah, it's good. We're happy to be here. <laughs> Where are you guys living at these days? Uh, we're actually living in Lagan still. Okay. Um, yep, I'm, I'm going to school right now at the U. And Austin just uh, just found a job here in Salt Lake. So we're trying to get our lives started, I guess. Well, that's good. It's good. And you guys, you know, got married in this, you know, in this summer, right? Yeah, we actually just got married in November. Oh, it was November. Yeah. That so we just did. We just did something small, and hopefully soon we can do something big with friends and, and family and all that good stuff. Well, let's just start right there. I mean, you guys both met at Trine University, right? Yep, yeah, at Trine. And you guys were both hockey players, right? Yep, I played for the NCAA team. and uh, I was just playing for the NCAA team at Trine. And so. so how did you guys meet? Let's Let's hear that story. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we, we kind of have different versions of that story because I said that he didn't knew, know who I was, but, but he says he did. But we actually met in stats class. We had uh, sophomore year. Yeah, sophomore year. We had a class together, and uh, I asked for help on some homework a couple times, and things just went on from there, I guess. <laughs> so, so it wasn't on the ice? No, no, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping it was like you guys were playing a scrimmage and you ran into each other, you know. <laughs> no, the boys' team was way too good to play the girls' team. Oh. <laughs> so trash talking already. <laughs> there was there was always the trash talking going on. Oh, nice! I love it. I love it. So, Austin, where are you originally from? I'm originally from uh, northern Michigan, way up on the tip of the net. Oh, wow. And you grew yeah. up playing hockey there? Yeah. Um, I started, I think my first organized hockey was around three years old. So, and I was on skate before that. So, it's been a part of my life for all my life. Well, that's awesome. I mean, and now it's, it's part of both of your lives together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird how that works out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, hey, that's a match made, you know, on the ice. So I love it. I love it. And and you, so where is Trine University located? So it's this small town in the top right-hand corner of Indiana called Angola. Um, you drive 15 minutes north, you'll be in Michigan, and uh, 15 minutes east and you'll hit Ohio, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it was just a small little town called Angola. Oh, nice. So, I mean, you're from Michigan, you're from Utah, you guys met in Indiana. Man, this is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This love story's gone nationwide. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We've done so much traveling together already. It's crazy. Hey, traveling's fun, especially if you got someone yeah. to, you know, experience it with. Yeah. And so you come back here, and you're finishing out your your college career, Katie? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing my master's at the University of Utah in the athletic training program. And you're going to be playing on the team, is that right? Yeah, so we actually, I was supposed to play this last year, but COVID canceled our season, so we're going to have tryouts 
coming up in May and hopefully start from there. Yeah, we we actually had a uh, coach Braden Yo on the show. Oh yeah, yeah. So she was a fun one to talk to. So tryouts are what a week or two? Uh, I think closer to two. I think it's closer to the fifteenth of May. Nice. And yep. I mean, is there a, is the ball rolling that there's going to be a lot of girls? Do you know, or is it kind of a? Um, wh- yeah, actually, I know. I know a couple of girls that I've played with in the past here in Utah, but uh, from what I've heard, we've actually got a decent turnout for tryouts and stuff. So we should have, we should be able to put together a a good team this year, full of girls at least. Well, that's awesome. And and are you? I mean, seasons start what October or September? Um, I'm pretty sure the official season starts in October, but we have like training camp in August and probably start some practices here and there after that. Nice. And, and Austin, are you down with your collegiate, you know, college hockey career? Oh yeah. I hung them up. Uh, <laughs> I've been relegated to beer league now. So hey. living on that dream. We'll we'll take you. We'll take you. <laughs> all, all roads lead to beer league. So. <laughs> hey. At some point. Hey, and it, it's not an end of the road at all. It's just another road that just goes on forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah, and Katie, you grew up playing hockey here in Utah, right? What? What? How old were you when you started? I actually started when I was. 15 i started uh in bantam uh for the dc wind is when i first started playing hockey and then you moved on to the lady grizz or did you play both lady um, Grizz and dc wind so yeah so i did i did uh high school for a year and then that after that i joined the lady grizz in high school for my junior and senior year of high school yeah nice but, and did you i mean how was your experience with lady grizz i mean we're i'm just about to start our journey on this lady grizz you know road so <laughs> i know yeah your your little daughters that's awesome because actually when i played we only had the the u19 team that i was aware of i only think that was the only team for girls in the state otherwise other than the lady lightning which i think was another organization but yeah that was the one out of the salt lake you know area but they have since folded i guess so Oh, okay. I know. I was... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, so now it's just Lady Grizz. Yeah. I mean, that was always, like, the struggle was uh, talking to people from out of state, you know, all the people I played with in college. They're like, oh, yeah, we had, like, five to seven girls teams that we play regularly. And I'm like, we only had one in the state of Utah to play in. So it's just kind of different how different the hockey community is out here. Did you have more fun when you played with the boys and girls or just the girls? Uh, I, I think I've thought about that question a lot. It's just so different. Like I like I said, I started playing boys, so that's kind of what I was used to. And then going to girls, it's a, it's a lot different game. So it's just like the way you play it. But honestly, I, I kind of like both. Like boys, I can be a little... <laughs> more physical i feel like i am more <laughs> mental, mentally physical than when i play with the girls but nice mm-hmm. you ever gotten in a scrap uh no but i i would say i like to run my mouth a lot so oh. that gets me so. <laughs> austin you like run your mouth too or is, you like katie do the talking on the ice uh, 
I tried to say hi. Oh uh, my gosh, if that isn't the biggest lie. <laughs> he he says he doesn't, but he he's definitely a trash talker too. Oh, I love it. I can't wait to hear it this season. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we're excited to to be able to do that. Yeah, joining the Welcome to Cup Talk team, and we're we're gonna storm the Bountiful Men's League, and hopefully, you know, <laughs> bring it bring a championship. <laughs> I know. I tried. I tried to warn Austin that out here, when you play beer league, it's like your own little family. You just get so close with everyone. I so. know. You're just gonna have to be welcome into the family. We'll get a barbecue here soon. Hopefully, before yeah. the season, and <laughs> yeah, get you out to some you know drop in skates or whatever we have ice time, but. That's awesome. So do you guys have like a little inner, you know, couple competition going on usually on the ice? Um, I'm pretty competitive, so I, I don't really like when uh when Austin does better than me, but most of the time that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got a better uh slap shot? Depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> If we're talking warm up, it's probably Katie, but <laughs> when we get to the game, it's usually all club shots. So hey. there you go. Who's who's more accurate? Definitely Austin. I think he's racked up the most points so far. All right, all right, all right. Now, last one. Who who's the fastest skater? Definitely not me. <laughs> uh, well, it's oh. kind of crazy. Uh, actually being able to play with Austin because obviously I watched him in college, you know, went to his games and it's a lot different being actually uh, able to play with him now. So Man, I've lost a step since then. So. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just got done playing up in the Logan men's league, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were playing up there. And how, so how, how did the, how the season go up there? Um, I think we ended up, we just uh, finished playoffs actually. I think our team ended up fourth. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, but it was it was a lot of fun to be able to start playing again. Is that the first time you guys have been on the same team? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it took some getting used to at first, but we figured it out. <laughs> Do you guys fight more at home or on the bench? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Everyone you talk to says we uh we fight a lot, but we just bicker. <laughs> yeah, hockey players don't fight. They just bicker, you know, and they all go out for a drink after the game. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if that's how you can treat your relationship, then you're off to a great start. You know, you can have it out and, you know, just go out and have dinner together and it's just all good. <laughs> that's, that's how it is most of the time. <laughs> nice. Wow. When you don't hold on to things for, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I didn't mean to open up any, you know, no, boxes no. here. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just one that likes to hash out the game on our on our drive home from Logan. He's like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Oh. I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> oh man, so. I, Autumn will probably tell you about how many times I just like talk for about an hour and a half, you know, <laughs> about the game after. Or if we go out yeah. to dinner or we go to Mark's house or whatever after the game and we oh we analyze we analyze the you know the the thirty minutes we actually had ice time, you know, for like six <laughs> hours. <laughs> that's that's honestly me and my brother Justin. Like uh, we we will just go at it the whole way home and often just sit there quiet. So <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So Austin, growing up, uh, what, what youth hockey program did you play for out there in Michigan? 
Um, well, I played for a few. I don't, when I first started out, um, I think until my first year Pee Wee, I was just playing with my house program in my little small town. And then after that, my second year Pee Wee, I actually ended up going up to Sioux St. Marie to play um, travel hockey. Um, I just thought that that would um, kind of help me better my skills and, you know, trying to get to the goal playing college hockey like I did. Um, so I played up in, up there until my sophomore year of high school, and I ended up just going back to play high school in my hometown. Um, but I guess cool little nugget, um, when I was playing up in the Sioux, uh, one of my line mates for, I think it was three or four years, was Abby Rock, which um, which a lot of people now in the hockey world are starting to take notice of who she is and um, what she's going to be in the future. You know, she's got a very bright future, just finished up at Wisconsin. And um, as far as I know, she's gearing up for the Olympics. So um, that's pretty cool that I can say I used to play with an Olympian, but um, – that's about my biggest claim to fame right there. That, but, that, that's awesome. Yeah. You, you said that's Abby yeah. LaRock? Abby Rock, yeah. Abby Rock, okay. Well, we'll keep her eye out. I mean, if people don't know who she is, they'll know soon enough. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's insane. But, um, yeah, I guess, like I guess that I can say I play with an Olympian, so that's just uh, <laughs> gonna get for me hey we all we all have that little claim to fame you know that we 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 hold on dear <laughs> yeah yeah exactly nice nice katie what's your claim to fame what's your little nugget uh i don't know if i i really have one i uh guess i could say i graduated high school with someone that's in the nfl now <laughs> but that's about it <laughs> is that one of the vigils is that one of what? Who who's the player? Oh, uh, I graduated high school the same year as Julian Blackman. He played at the U, and now he's playing for the Colts in Indiana. Oh, okay, but, that's cool. But that's I don't cool. even know if he knew who I was. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we he knows he knows. Okay, <laughs> you signed your yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, um, growing up, Katie, who was the the biggest uh, inspiration in your life for hockey? Uh, I guess I kind of had a couple, obviously my family, like we grew up, um, skating on my grandpa's pond. He has a a farm up North and that's kind of where I started skating. And, uh, so my brothers both played in high school and then my mom and dad both played for a little bit here and there, but they were like my biggest reason why I, why I like hockey so much and why I started. But I guess one of my biggest inspirations was like, once I started playing hockey, was there was this girl that I played with. Her name was um, Kira Dellerman. And she was a senior, I think, when I was a sophomore. But I looked up to her so much. She was so good at hockey. And I, I think that's kind of what, like, made me want to be better was just seeing how good she was. So kind of where it all started, I guess, for me. Yeah, and Kira's played with us quite a bit, hasn't she, in the past? Yeah, yeah, she has. Yeah, yeah she... we're still pretty good friends, I'd say. Nice, nice. And Austin, same question for you. Who was a big inspiration in your life, you know, throughout hockey growing up? Um, I definitely, I've been pretty lucky with, um, I've had some pretty, um, pretty stellar coaching all throughout my 
my hockey career all the way from the beginning all the way up until college. Um, but I think my biggest one was probably my uncle, which he was probably my first or one of the first people or coaches that actually taught me the game, how it's supposed to be played. Um, you know, and him being my uncle, he's kind of there from the beginning. So, you know, there, uh, when I was first learning to skate, things like that, you know, that's, he's really the one that kind of taught me the game, you know, and for anybody that plays hockey, it's, it's really not just a game, you know, you kind of, it goes across into all facets of life. Um, so I definitely think he's definitely somebody um, that are 12 there that I looked up to growing up um, as far as hockey goes. Nice. Is there anybody outside of hockey, you know, that you looked up to? Um, well, like I said, I mean, since I was three, I think hockey was my life. So um, <laughs> pretty much, I mean, I don't know. Because, I mean, a, a lot of my childhood heroes were hockey players, you know. Uh, Sidney Crosby just got into the league right right around, you know, the time that I can actually remember. I was about that age. And, um, guys like Ovechkin, you know, things like that. You know, I grew up um, watching them. So, um, you know, like I said, Michigan, you know, hockey's literally the way of life there. So, um, yeah, I definitely just looking up the guys in the pros like that. And, um, you know, my whole family plays and all my cousins play and things like that. So, um, yeah, I think hockey's really just um, played a major role in my life and influencing who I looked up to, I guess. Nice. Are you a Are you a Red Wings fan coming from Michigan? Uh, no, I'm actually a Pittsburgh fan. My dad grew up in or around Pittsburgh, um, which, as you can imagine, I went through uh, some tough times in school, uh, especially when. The Wings and the Pens played back-to-back in <laughs> 08 and 09. I know that first year, I, I, it was a tough year when the Pens lost. And then, you know, next year I get the revenge. But um, it's never the same. It was always one versus, you know, 20 other kids that were on my hockey team or whatever it was. Yeah, they, the Penguins just had to get rid of Hosa, then they could win a cup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's what the problem was. <laughs> Katie, who do you root for? Uh, well, before I even really knew hockey too much, my uh, brother made me made me pick my own team because I couldn't like the Sharks and like the same team as him because he didn't want that superstitious jinx or whatever. So I uh, originally picked the Stars back in the day, and then once I started to know hockey a little bit more, I liked the Pens too, so... Oh man, come on! <laughs> we 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 don't we don't argue about the pen, so I guess that's one thing. It's a good thing Mason's not here; he'd be on your bandwagon too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's a lot of Pens fans. Out Everybody's there. a Pens fan these days. <laughs> no, it's, it's probably definitely you know that Cindy Crosby, you know, kind of you know <laughs> aren't, juice. Aren't you guys? Uh... Uh, Capitals fans. Autumn is not me. I'm a Toronto. Oh, okay. I'm a Maple Leafs fan. So that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but Autumn, yes, is a diehard Capitals fan. But hey, yeah. if we see another Pens Capitals, you know, playoff series again this year, I won't be. I won't be mad. I like. I love watching those two teams hash <laughs> it out. Even though the Pens have definitely had their number all season. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I'd be fine not seeing that because I think I've chewed through all my fingernails. <laughs> see, that, see, that's really nice for an outside fan to watch. But yeah, being, trust me, I, I have a wife that's a diehard Capitals fan. There's been a lot of angry nights at those penguins <laughs> and we have a lot of penguins fans around us and like it seems like there's always one or two of them texting her and giving her crap so she's a good sport about it though but that's good but that's awesome you guys you know look it, you guys both love hockey you both love the penguins <laughs> i know we've got it made for us there you go that's awesome so um before we go i always like to ask uh is there one like time goal moment game that like in your hockey career so far that just stands out above the rest you go first oh i'm trying to think um not not i guess one specific moment but i was lucky enough to be able to go to nationals uh, twice in the same year, once with the, the DCI hockey uh, high school team, and then the same year I got to go with the Lady Grays, and that was just something that's really um, stuck in, in my memory a lot because not a lot of people get the opportunity to go to nationals like that. So that's been one thing that's really stood out to me. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I never went to nationals. There's probably more kids that don't go to nationals than do, so – it definitely sounds yeah, like a fun so, time, and I remember I, was, I, was I remember Bryson talking about it and their whole family. Yeah, that's and, right. You know, they had a blast, even though you know it didn't turn out the way they wanted it to. <laughs> but you know, yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of hard for Utah teams to actually compete at nationals just because we don't really have that competition here in the state. But hopefully, yeah. that'll change. I mean. I, you hear a lot, you know, like it's the experiences and stuff that, you know, live on and it doesn't matter the wins and losses. And like, it, it's not till later down the road that you can look at that kind of thing, like a tournament or something and be like, man, that was a blast, even though you didn't win a game or it just, you know, you won one or it was just a bad tournament, but like the, going to the tournament is what you remember. And that's awesome that, you know, that's what you picked. Cause I mean, I think about it as a coach now, and I'm like, oh, we got to win. And then we lost, we lost, you know, and it sucks. But then you, like, you leave, and, you know, a couple months go by, and you're like, man, that was a blast. And you remember yeah, all the yeah. good things and stuff, and the score kind of fades away. Well, I think I think the same goes for both of us. But now that we kind of were finished for a little bit uh, playing college hockey, like, looking back I don't really remember like what our score season was or whatever but it's like the memories that I made with the team on road trips or the times we spent together that's what you remember the most so yeah so Austin is there anything you know any one moment or game or time that stands out um, to you yeah I mean I mean there's been a lot of games in my career um but I think you know um, in my entirety of the, my career in juniors, I remember um, we took second at the national tournament in juniors, and um, before that, which I think the game that sticks out most to me was my my last year playing peewee in my hometown house program, and my uncle was the coach, and um, you know the town that I grew up in, I think it's like twenty five hundred is the population. Um, but we had made it to the final game for the state championship um, against the Grand Rapids team, which uh, Grand Rapids probably, I mean, 
more than quadruple the size of my hometown. Um, and we were lucky enough that the state tournament was actually 20 minutes north of um, where we're from. So literally like the whole town was there to watch that game. And, um, unfortunately, you know, we fell short in that, but um, I think that's definitely something that's like, I can still remember some plays that happened in that game and I couldn't have been more than 11 years old at that time. Um, but it was just packed in the, in the rink and, um, you know, it was a good close game. Um, I know I scored a goal that got called off for high sticking, which is impossible because when I was 11, <laughs> I was probably like three feet tall. So, um, I don't know how it could have been high sticking. Um, but you know, I think that game, you know, there's still times where I think about that game and it's so long ago. Um, and like I said, I've had a lot of memorable games and seasons, you know, through my juniors and college years. But um, I think just looking back, that's probably the game that sticks out the most to me, even though we lost. It was still kind of cool to, you know, make it there and, um, you know, really see the whole community stand behind us. But um, yeah, fell short. That's awesome. I love that. I love that you, what stood out most is that the whole community was there and, you know, rallied around you guys. And even though you lost that it was such a good moment because of who was there and definitely hockey is one of those sports that it's not just about you and the puck, you know, on the net, you know, it's about everybody on the ice, you know, on the opposing team, the benches, the people in the crowd. It's, it's definitely like Katie said earlier, it's a family, you know, and that's what I love about hockey. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Um, I know before the game, we got a, a police escort up to the rink and all that. We had a huge caravan, and yeah, it, it still it, it gives me chills to this day thinking about it. But and it, and it was uh, just peewees. That's that's yeah. It was just, it was literally peewee hockey. Oh, um, and you know a lot of those kids that were on my. I think I mean our team probably had fifteen kids on it. Um, you know, and a lot of those kids I, you know, I graduated high school with and, you know, I really don't, I don't talk to them anymore, or, you know, kind of lost touch, especially, you know, compared to the guys that I played juniors with or, you know, the guys I played college with, you know, um, you know, I still obviously stay in contact with them, but, you know, just looking back, like I can still remember pretty much everything about that game. Like it's just etched in my memory. Um which is kind of crazy. You don't really remember a lot of stuff from that point in your life. It's only <laughs> that really stick out, but. Oh, that's a beauty. That story. That's awesome. But Hey, is there anything else you guys want to, you know, I, I don't I That's all the questions I had for you guys. I really appreciate you guys coming on and doing this and thanks for having you. No. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having us. It's, it's always good to be able to, to talk about our experiences and uh, our stories, I guess, because I guess it's our, our story is a little bit unique, I would say. Oh, I, from I, I love <laughs> <laughs> That's what made me want to get you guys on the pod is the, the you know, the hockey love story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you One last question. When you guys knew when you guys were in the class, did you know you guys were both hockey players? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, unfortunately, unfortunately for me, I I didn't have any of my friends in that class. That was one of my only classes that I didn't have any any friends in. So I kind of had to 
to make friends with the the guy hockey players in there so i would be able to pass the class <laughs> nice <laughs> i love it all right well you guys have a wonderful night and thanks again yeah thank you okay thank we'll you. see you bye okay bye all right and we're back what a great lady katie <laughs> yeah and a, a cool hockey love story yeah so that was fun and guess we'll move on to some nhl now yeah let's talk some uh, other pro hockey some nhl it's uh getting close it's about that time yeah well i mean it's it's close in some areas and close really to the end when i say close so. oh close in the end okay close to the end yeah and i mean there is it's now a time when like teams are like yep they're not making it and the list is getting shorter to like actually mm-hmm. make the playoffs, and people are clinching. I mean, you got three teams in the West, all clinched. Yeah. I mean, which the writing's pretty much been on the wall. <laughs> well, at least like I mean, I guess Avs started a little, like you know, had to climb up a little bit. But I feel like for the last month or so, you know, it's just Vegas, Colorado, you you know, and even Minnesota. They've all stayed in the top three for a long time. Yeah. So I mean, Vegas is clinched. Colorado's clinched, Minnesota's clinched, like we've said, and yeah, they've pretty much been the one, two, three, and like really that last four spot has been the Phoenix or St. Louis, depending on who has sucked less, I guess it's been you could less say. Bad like in the time period, like Arizona's in there right now, but like they have not won consecutive games since the beginning of April. They're pretty much just chilled in that four spot this last week. Like they didn't have a great week, but St. Louis had a worse week. Or yeah. just didn't do enough to pass them. Yeah. So, I mean, I got a surprise prediction. I mean, maybe like Somehow I always if you if West. you look at playoff standings and you like look at them, like okay more points you know more wins but really if you scroll over like if you're looking online like point differential is usually a factor in whether you make the playoffs or not. Like it's so weird how that is such a it ends up being the like, teams that are in the positive end up making the playoffs and the teams that are in the negative end up missing the playoffs like. You would think that that would be a little more vague, but yeah. So right now, um, LA is a little bit down the list. I think they're in like fifth, sixth, you know, area. But they actually have a positive point differential. Do and they? Arizona and St. Louis are both negative point differentials, goal differentials. Is what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. So, but they got a, they got rid of their difference maker, Jeff Carter. So. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But hey, I'm happy to see him. But so I mean, my prediction is is they also have three games in hand. So do they have three games to make up? Yeah. So and they're only was uh, like six points behind. So I mean, crazier things have happened in L.A. When they had their cup runs, they were not the heavy. Favorite yeah, they were going. They were down the there. So yeah, I mean, they are. Yes. So they're, oh, they're seven points behind Arizona right now, but. They have, yeah, three games on hand on Arizona. So, I mean, if they won, won those three, they're behind one point. So You're talking L.A. Kings, right? Yeah, L.A. Kings. So are we looking in the differential oh, column? We are not. I Okay. See, I was wondering, you Never. say that? <laughs> <laughs> now that I look at it. <laughs> Dude, I am wrong. I am wrong. I thought they were positive, but they are not, so... Positively negative. <laughs> Positively <laughs> negative. Man, there's our, our hey, driving. It would be fun, but maybe the bold <laughs> prediction will pay off. Our driving <laughs> test is not going so well. <laughs> yeah, we just we just try to parallel park and we total the car. There's two car alarms going off, and we're driving away fast. Episode 16 is not 
rolling. <laughs> we're gonna be sixteen and a half. We're gonna be, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be a. We're gonna be one of those people who get their license when they're like eighteen. Hey, Autumn was eighteen before she got her license. Was she really? <laughs> well, well, see, she uh, got injured when she was sixteen. Okay, yeah. And so she, she wasn't really progressing. You know, I need to start that over. <laughs> Nick's going to be a single man at 16, dude. <laughs> Next week. No, no, no. Okay, so Autumn didn't have her license. I don't know why, whatever. Was, she was 16, didn't have her license yet. She, like, had it all done but didn't take her test. I don't know. She was in later. But basically, she was set to get her license. She had her learner's permit when she got injured. Oh, okay. So she was on the right path. On the path. Yeah, yeah. So, but, so she didn't get it then. And then when she was injured, she had to take it with a car with hand controls. So yeah. she I, ended up having to buy her own car, take her own car to the, the test. Oh, you had to, she had to buy her own to do that. Yeah, they don't Because they don't, own. I mean, the school's like, we don't have that, huh? So. Yeah, so it was the DMV. So I drove her, actually, to her driver test. That's understandable, then. That's understandable. <laughs> you had to buy your own car to take the test. Now yeah. you're taking hand-operated. Yeah, You yeah. know, and you originally weren't on the path to do hand-operated. So. Yeah, so it was, a, it was a mix of a lot of stuff. So, yeah, she didn't get her driver's license until she was 18. Hey. Probably like us. Maybe we'll get our driver's license by episode 18. <laughs> you know, my brother Trace that we interviewed just yeah. got his permit like a month ago, and he's been 16 since January. Oh. So see? he's late. He's going to be, he'll get it when he's like, it's like 16 and a half or something. Oh, you know? Okay. And, you know, his excuse is like, well, I play like 80 hours of hockey week, bro. I'm sorry. I don't have time to go do driver's <laughs> ed. I do online school. It's like, all right, cool, man. I yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. You don't really need a license. You live five minutes away from the week. And you, just, <laughs> yeah. you just get dropped off there every day and you live there. Yeah. Hopefully he's got a roller bag so we can just like roll it down the yeah. street. <laughs> <laughs> Meet it there. Yeah. But all right. But surprise, I think LA could jump in. Hey. And that's just based fun. on, um, you know, me just wanting to throw something in the mix, but you know, okay. why not? Why it not could LA? happen. It probably won't, but yeah, you know, I think those California teams are all going to be sitting right there at the bottom, probably. But it's been rough. It's been a rough few, few years, like three to five you, years in you out, keep out on, of Cali. Yeah, you keep. It's weird to see those three teams suck so bad because they've been, you know, historically They're really good for the last in, ten there was years. Either. Two or, or all three of them, like, in the playoffs or right there in the race. It felt like all year long, every year. Yeah. I mean, 2007, you got a Stanley Cup in uh, California. Uh-huh, yep. In 2000. Was it 12? Uh, yeah, 12. You got and a Stanley Cup. 14, I want to say. And then 2014. And then in 16. 2016, almost another cup. So, and they were, the, they were picked as the favorite. Everybody thought they were going to beat Pittsburgh. Yeah, so, I mean, in those, was that, like, 10 years? Yeah. You had... You yeah, had nine, ten years there. You had you had four times that there was a, a LA, California a team, team in the Stanley Cup final. So and they won three of the four. They won three of the four. So yeah, you know, and now they're all bottom feeding, hoping for that you know yeah. lottery pick. I mean, and but they got some fun things. Well, yeah, they pulled. No, they got some fun things lined up. I don't know too much about the uh, San Jose organization right now, but Trevor Zegers coming yeah. up in the Ducks organization, yeah, yeah. and then. The all black line, <laughs> yeah, you know, in the, the Ontario the rain, yeah, and is it Quentin Byfield? Byfield, that's yeah. the young so prospect he's they the, got he this year. He was the second pick this last year, and then is Alex Turco, Turcut, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, they got some fun prospects lined up. So hopefully, young talent starts to come up, and 
And you, you just have a lot of respect for some of those grinders out in LA, like Anze Kopitar has just yeah. been doing on a consistent and level. He, and he's still consistent at his age, but, you know, I really feel bad for the Sharks because, like, they signed Carlson long-term, they signed Burns long-term. And Kane, and, uh, game and Vander Kane. Vander Kane, yeah. yeah, and Marlowe, you know, just breaking the record. Yeah, I mean, wow, we were, we, were, we, were, we, were, we were watching the game, you know, on Monday, and, you know, he broke the record, and it was emotional. Yeah, and then he went back to San Jose, and they kind of did a little sort of mourning for them, and it was emotional again, you know. But really cool to watch, and it's always fun to watch those like games where like those records are getting broken. It's cool to see a chalice like that passed, and you know Marlo is a very well deserving guy of it. He's been a like class act his whole career, and you know, you know it was a class act. But my favorite thing was is like the team all lined up to shake his hand after the game. And if you watch the video, he shakes everybody's hand. And I think Robin Leonard was the last guy in line. And then, like, there's the trainer right behind him. And, like, the trainer was just, like, like he was just ready. He's like, I'm going to shake his hand. I'm going to shake his hand. Shakes Leonard's hand and just turns and goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he probably had no idea. Did he even realize you think? I don't know. Or just, like, player play. Okay, I'm down. When I watched the, the first time, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Imagine that feeling. Yeah, like, it's, I'm going to get the chance. I'm going to tell my hand kids, of a legend. I'm going to tell my kids I shook his hand that night he broke the record. And then Psych. you're just like hoping they weren't watching. <laughs> Hopefully they turned for that second one. <laughs> said nope. I still think he's a class act, but I definitely saw that. I was like, yeah. oh. Yep, That's all right. I guess, guess trainer don't get it. That's like shirt. one of those stories where every now and then you see like a Twitter redemption or something like that. You know, it's yeah. like the video goes viral and then yeah. they come back. It's like, oh, hey. Yeah, yo, no, let's get a picture. I, mean, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to dodge you, you know. But yeah, 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 dude, that's that's a good time though. So yeah, so yeah, it was California teams, you know, down there at the bottom. And yeah. I mean, and it feels like we were just talking about uh, what Colorado just. I mean, they're still hot, but like how they were just the hottest of hot. But then this last couple of weeks, dude, Vegas and Minnesota both dude just turned it up. Vegas is on a nine-game win streak. Yeah, and then number two along win streak, yeah, is Minnesota, Minnesota with seven seven wins. So yeah. it's I honestly think I mean I saw a thing on NHL Network that Bruce Boudreau was talking and they asked him, do they think the Stanley Cup winner will come out of the West? And he said yes, which is basically saying it's going to be Vegas or it's going to be Colorado. And I honestly think no. I think because it's hard to know because is it is the West just are the bottom teams just that bad? Are yeah. they just that good, the top teams? Because, you know, nobody outside after Minnesota it drops by almost 20 points yeah. in the standings. Yeah. So there's a big gap between one, two, three, and then four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight. So, But I think whoever plays Minnesota is losing. And if it's Colorado, I think they're losing I think, because yeah. they've been there kind of the Achilles heel in the playoffs over the last couple of years. But I think – and Vegas has not done well against um, Minnesota either, so – I honestly, I'm picking Minnesota first round of the playoffs, whoever they play. And whoever gets first will definitely have an easy win in over Arizona yeah. or St. Louis. So, and so I could see one of those, you know, two teams ended up being in the conference finals, which you want to call it. I don't know what they're going to call it because it's not really a conference. Yeah. So these, that final four division finals, whatever they yeah, yeah. call them. Yeah. So. I mean, maybe even Minnesota just stays hot and they get that first spot. They could, and we see man. Colorado Vegas in the first round. And I think Minnesota is playing with like zero expectations. So. I know. Well, and they got the hottest rookie in the league. Yeah. Kaprizov's just been 
yeah. a sensation. Kirill is real. Kirill is the exact. <laughs> the real deal, Kirill. The real deal, Kirill. Yeah, so. For real, Kirill. For real, Kirill. So, you know, that's the West. You but yeah, I mean, if, say? like, we're talking goal differentials, I guess, you know. Uh, yeah, Arizona's in the negative, so. Yeah, and then Colorado and Vegas are like way up there. <laughs> yeah, and Minnesota's doing all right too. But yeah, I definitely it's not it's not set in stone that Vegas and Colorado are going to win that Stanley Cup. I no. honestly, I don't feel too confident in either one of them because I've seen them both play very bad. I know, and the the uh, the depth and just the like the veteran leadership. It doesn't seem like in a deep deep playoff run. Yeah. It's hard to. I mean, who do you who's who's been there that you really trust on either of these teams? Sod, it, you know, Sod, Flurry <laughs> maybe in the in Vegas, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was there with them when they went to the Petrangelo, cup. Petrangelo, I guess, years ago. Petrangelo, is one yeah, and and then last year, I, I thought Colorado was going to be their year to make it last year, and they got you know uh, they blindsided by Dallas. Yeah, and they picked up Devin Dubnik for his little entrance and net, but you yeah. know, if Grubauer goes down with an injury, I I don't. Yeah, there's not full confidence in Dubnik. No confidence yeah. in that. So, I I don't see him going to the, maybe to the finals. I don't know. I could see one of those in the Western Conference Finals. But so I mean, well here or I mean, I so guess it's not say even Tampa Conference Bay in the next. If Tampa Bay plays Colorado, who are you picking? Yeah, Tampa. I'm going Tampa. So if they're playing each other to go to the finals, you're picking Tampa. You know, what if they're playing? Pittsburgh or Washington. Colorado, Pittsburgh or Washington. Yeah, I'm going to pick Pittsburgh or Washington too. Exactly. I just, so, I mean, the only one is if they ended up playing like Toronto, another team that kind of is young. But, I mean, they got those old guys on that team. So, who are you Toronto picking? Toronto looks poised. Who, who are you picking Colorado over Toronto? What was or, that? or even yeah. take, would you take Avalanche or Vegas over Toronto or Edmonton? Edmonton, yes. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like especially Vegas, I feel like would just could hand could shut them down. But um, it's but, it, but you could see it going it, the other but I way. I could still see it going to game set. I mean, so try settle and McDavid might just yeah, score so, a million and I mean, points. My 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 point here is they're not as there's no good guarantee. as everybody yeah. thinks they are. Just like looking at like, oh, it's gonna be Vegas or Colorado lifting that cup. Like, dude, throw in like two teams out of every division. You're like. Eh, Okay, I can see it going the other way. Yeah, I can see it. So when you put them up, put it that way, and put them up against another top team, it it seems like there's a lot more chinks in the armor. But when you look at them just compared to the West right now and their point totals, yeah, yeah. You know, their overall records being way up there, top in the league. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know, you look at the bottom five teams of the West, and hey, when was the last time? Gap. When was the last time a President's Trophy winner won the Stanley Cup? Ooh, that's been a while. Been a long. Didn't the Caps time. get it for the last like three or like they uh, three got it last twice four in years. a row and lost to the Penguins both those years. They didn't get it and won the Cup. They didn't get it that year, huh? Yeah. Tampa Bay President's they, Trophy was winner. That when Tampa got swept, and then they got swept. Yeah, that and was they a weird set the year. record for most wins that year, or they tied it or whatever it was. That was a disappointing year, and so my wife's a lightning fan and I'm yeah. a penguins fan and they both got swept in that first round of the playoffs. The Islanders swept the penguins and the blue jackets swept lightning. And I was like, I don't think we watched playoff hockey for a week or two. There. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeah. A little salty. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, president's trophy winner does not, it doesn't always win the anything. cup. So yeah, let's see the last time president's trophy winner won the Stanley cup. 
was in 2013 in the shortened season. Was that the shortened season? I'm pretty sure that was the, the shortened season. Gamer. Yeah. So that Chicago won the President's Trophy that shortened season and won the cup. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, we do have a shortened season this year, so it could happen. But I mean, you have to go back to Detroit Red Wings winning in 08. So I mean, it's not very often, yeah, that it happens. I mean, and it, yeah, it's a shorter season, but it was also a very short off season. They they just got it done, and I mean, what in October last year before they started again? It, I don't know. It's yeah. So it, I, I, I don't, don't think the President's Trophy is going to guarantee anything. So if Colorado Vegas gets the President's Trophy and they make it to that Final Four, I'm counting them out. Yeah, but yeah. maybe maybe shortened season is the key to you know win the President's Trophy and the. But I think you can go either Stand way. I know up. I was pretty hot on Colorado this year, huh? So I yeah, can't. I mean everybody is. Everybody is. They look good. They're they're a solid team. It's like when they're scoring, they got so much firepower. Yeah, and so But when they get shut down and if they hit that focal point, Nathan McKinnon and you know, he's not spreading the love around, it's like who's carrying the load there? Yeah, so I mean that West, you know, I feel like we spend a lot of time on this West, but you know, I We just, usually don't. I'm just yeah, we usually don't. We usually spend a lot of time on other places, but I'm just saying I don't feel as strong, honestly, now as I did before the season started. And I, and I think Vegas has always, since, you know, that first season they made it this, everyone's been like, okay, this is their year. Okay, this is their yeah. year. I mean, that's how Tampa was for, I feel like, the last, like, 10 years is everyone's waiting for, oh, this is their year. Oh, this is their year. So one of these years they'll probably click for them. And then mm-hmm. next year we'll have Seattle Kraken and everyone will forget that Vegas was such a Cinderella story. I know. It's going to be all over again. <laughs> That'll be exciting, though. The Kraken, I wasn't all for the name Kraken at first, but it's grown on me. The color scheme, it's pretty cool. I, it'll be fun to see what happens when yeah. they roll out. But uh, Today was Autumn's sister's birthday, and she came over and we gave her a Seattle Kraken hat because that's her. She's, like, jumping on the Kraken bag. Autumn is? No, 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 her sister. Her sister, sorry. Or yeah, her sister, sister Mandy. Oh, is she? Yeah, so she's jumping on the Kraken bandwagon before it's, you know. Is Benny a Kraken guy? Is that so what yeah, Benny, he's Benny's he's also going to be mission But he something? said he's still going to be a Colorado guy, like, mainly, because yeah. that's where he's loved, you know, the team his whole life. But, yeah, it's been doing his mission in Seattle. And he actually went back to Seattle a couple of weeks ago with yeah. my other brothers to, like, pick up an old car. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh, really? That's funny. I yeah. mentioned to him in the locker room. I was like, yeah. We were talking about. I was like, I thought you know it'd been cool to see the Seattle Sturgeon or the Sturgeon. He's like, no, no. Yeah, he Benny loves like the Kraken. He loves the. He's all about the. Kraken. So he's got a couple of Kraken shirts and hats and stuff. So he's already on that bandwagon too. So good for him. And so is my coaching partner Don. He's already. Uh, oh really? He's already sworn his allegiance. He said the Flames have not done anything for him, and you know he's thirty back years. In the Kraken, huh? So he's he's jumping on Kraken bandwagon. Dude, all these Kraken heads out there, dude, just Kraken heads. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Bunch of cracking heads. There's just tweaking those cracking heads, dude. All tweaked out over there. Uh, but it'll be cool. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. I mean, that yeah. summer where Vegas came in, it was a fun summer. It, it was great. Yeah, they were so creative. What did they have? Like four or five picks in the first round. They were wheeling and dealing. Yeah. I don't know if any of those young prospects are any of the top guys we see right now. Yeah. For Vegas, but well, no, Nick great... Suzuki was one of those oh, guys. Right. So okay. they traded him to Montreal. So he was actually, I think their first pick ever was Nick Suzuki. That's cool. And it wasn't, isn't, uh, is it Marshall Saul? And was he out of Florida? Yeah. Him oh, and Riley were out of Florida. Like, Hey, if you want one, you have to take the other. So that would be fun to see Florida and Vegas. 
like lineups, you know, in the playoffs. Yeah. If they won out and they ended up in that, that four, that'd be a cool match that in would. those final four. That would. So, and I, I like Florida's chances out of that division. I mean, let's jump over to the central. Yeah. Let's talk it. They can, there's those three teams can claim. Yeah. Like they look like the West circumstances have to play out, but it's pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. But like the West, like how three teams have clinched, like that's how the central is. Is like, there's three dominant teams. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. It's either going to be tonight or the next few nights. When yeah. And clinch. They're within two points of each other. I mean, Couple games here. There, Panthers have forty nine. Carolina's only played forty seven. In the middle, Tampa Bay forty eight, and then points are 68, 67, 66. So they're just all right on top. They're of right each other. there. Yeah. They're all three going to clinch within the day or two. You know, depending on whatever happens. But most likely, all three are going to get mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Much like the West, it seems like it's a top heavy division, and really, there's a battle for that fourth spot. But it is, it is coming down to. You know, it could be three teams. You know, Chicago still seems like they could do it. I mean, they went 5-5 five and five the last 10. But Nashville's gone, you know, 6-3-1. And Dallas has gone 7-1-2. Yeah. So, I think Dallas. Hey, that's been my pick. You know, okay, up. okay. Back you, up. you were this against is me the when point. I this, this team. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. You, I was. you called Chicago, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, but then maybe this is what I meant by when I was looking at goal differentials earlier. But. Dallas has a positive goal differential, and Nashville has a negative. Oh, okay. So, and that makes yeah, it's it's a pretty big difference there. And Dallas has two games in hand, and they're only two points behind. So, I think Dallas, you know, wins this race. You know, and I do too. It's I, like they've been behind since the start because they had that all break the, at the beginning stuff going, and then so yeah. I think Dallas will squeak in. Nashville, sorry, I mean they're always a fun playoff team, but I think they. They haven't really been pushing themselves like they were going to make it. Yeah. So They're, They've been staying there. They're just like there. Yeah. There's not a whole lot. It's like pushing the needle for you, too. Not yeah. a whole lot of long-time veteran leadership there that you can really yeah. use, think, you know, that guy's going to push him in there. Yeah, and, and much like Tampa Bay in the same division, Dallas has a secret weapon that hasn't been in the lineup all year. Yeah. Tyler Sagan. So if he gets in before the playoffs start, they could be dangerous. And they could knock off maybe a Carolina or a Florida with yeah. Tyler Sagan in the lineup. So, I mean, I'm I want to see that Florida Tampa Bay first round, you know, or possibly a divisional round. But I mean, I think definitely whoever wins that division, much like the West, is going to have a huge advantage in that first round. Yeah, I mean that four spot. I mean, maybe Dallas comes up and then they. Kind of get, you know, they get hot like they did last year. Yeah, they could. But it's hard to tell, like, I'd, right I'd, now if they're that same if, Dallas team yeah, or was if, it a if, one trick, like, one year, you yeah. know, show? If I'm a betting man, I'm betting against Dallas that first round. Because, I mean, yeah, like, if it's a Carolina or a Florida, I mean, yeah, any of those teams look good enough that it's like they could shut the door. And, and like, easy. Carolina and Florida, like, Carolina won some rounds last year, but Florida has really been itching to win, you know, playoff rounds since 96. Yeah. <laughs> and they've had a like a competitive stretch the last part of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they've slipped a little I mean they were five, four and one. Yeah. And but in their last ten, but you know, they up until that they were going on long win streaks and stuff. So I don't you know, I see them getting back there. Yeah, and Spencer just like that. Speaking of Panthers, Spencer Knight had his first start as an NHL goalie this last week. Oh, did he? Yeah, and he did very well. They won. Good for him. I think he let in one or two in the first period and that was it. So solid. I mean, so they got a young, yeah. Second so goalie now, now they have Bob Roski overpaid. 
but paying off, but yeah. working. He's doing good, but and then they have Drieger that's, you know, pretty good, solid backup, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call him, and they have Spencer Knight, which looks like a stud in the making, so. Yeah. Definitely if, if yeah, Bob Roski yeah, gets hurt, they got a potential, you know, rookie goalie to step in and be a Matt Murray and win yeah, a Stanley Cup. That, or something, that, you know? that was a fun story. Yeah, it, <laughs> one against Stanley Cup as a rookie twice. Yep, and then uh, that was kind of all she wrote. You know, that was all. The stuff. <laughs> he peaked early. Yeah, peaked yeah, early, yeah. man. And I'm, I'm hoping for him. Hopefully, maybe he can, uh, you know, salvage career out there in Ottawa or something like that. But well, it was he, tough to see Flurry well, go and Murray. Yeah, let's let's jump let's jump over to the north if we're are we done with the central? Let's get out of the central. Yeah, well let's jump over the north and uh, I mean we're talking about Matt Murray. So Matt Murray and Anton Bar- Forsberg got hurt the other night. Oh, are they both out right now? So they needed a backup, a emergency backup goalie because they had the third string that played, but they needed a backup goalie. So Amisinov dressed as the goalie. What? Yeah. <laughs> How did he do? He didn't play. He was just the emergency oh, backup. Oh, so he's the backup goalie because they had the third goalie out there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he didn't get in the game, that. but, you know, it would have oh, been cool man. to watch him. But this is the first time I've seen that where, like, That's a player. Dude. Just, that, how scared would you be on the bench? Like, oh, please don't come out. Please don't come out of the game. Like, please don't get hurt. Please. <laughs> yeah. And they, they posted some, like, videos of him, like, warming up. Like, his going into his butterfly, like, one leg at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I did this like 12 years ago. I know what I'm doing. No, I don't know. Yeah, and there was Your like play. some pictures that like were out there of like Forsberg like showing him how to like put on the pads. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's, that's good. You know what? I, I have an inverse story of that when I was in, I was playing for Weber. We were, we went to San Jose the last tournament of the year and we were like, you know, club hockey when people don't really have money and injuries <laughs> happen. Like by the end of the second semester, it's like if you just can pay the dues and you're willing to play, they'll be like, yeah, come with us. Take it. <laughs> like, we're, we were hurt. We had like nine dudes yeah. in San Jose and we got an ejection oh. in like the first period of a game. And our goal, we had two goalies and we tried to dress one of them up in that player's gear that like got ejected <laughs> and put him out. But he like wore his goalie skates. Oh, no. And he, he didn't commit fully enough to all player gear. Like he yeah. had a couple things still goalie. His like pants when you realize your, pa- pants, yeah. your pants are like a lot wider as a goalie. <laughs> he kept skating out and the ref's like, no, 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 get him off. <laughs> or no, it wasn't an ejection. It was an injury. A player got injured oh. and we tried to. Dress the goalie in his place. Uh, the, the ref had nothing to do with it. He huh? was like, "No, I'm not having any of those." Like, no. Dude, we lost by ten the last game. Does it really matter? Oh man, <laughs> that's funny. So, I mean, I did that in high school, but the other way, I no, 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 I did that. Yeah, I guess I played player. And one time, I played with player skates, and I just didn't have that like where because in goalie skates you can lean forward because of the shape of the blade that right. you don't fall forward. And so that was the main thing I had a problem with, like. I'd lean to go take a shot, and I'd just fall on my face. Because you were used or to Or I that. would just so fall, yeah. or else I'd fall backwards, because you don't have that point, you know, so. And so I played a second time, and I wore my goalie skates then, but, yeah, you don't have ankle support skating, you know, like that, so. Yeah. Definitely goalies out there. Skates. You know, if you're a young goalie, get a pair of player skates and switch off, you know, quite frequently. Yeah. So you're kind of like when you rollerblade and skate. You gotta. You can't do one for too long. You gotta kind of do them hand in hand, or else you'll get back out on the ice and start just toe dragging. <laughs> yeah, 
I uh, had to quit roller hockey for a little while when I transitioned to ice hockey. I was a roller hockey player. Yeah. From like, you know, third grade up to like eighth grade, and I switched to ice, and I would like go a whole, to a roller hockey tournament or you know a couple weeks playing, and then I'd get back on the ice and I'd just like fall over, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't move. Like I'd go to move, and then I'd just like freeze. Yeah. And I had to just like take time off because I was like, I can't. I'm too bad right now at ice hockey that I can't remember how to do it if I if I go like three weeks of roller and then back. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to go back and forth. So hey, kids, if you're playing a little roller hockey this summer, start young yeah, and keep it keep, up. Keep going skating. Also, you know, get yeah, the, get the public skates in there. You know, yeah. If you're out rollerblading all forth. summer, get on the ice. You know, at least once <laughs> a week or something like that, a couple times a week, so that yeah. you don't just go full till yeah. on more blades and get back out. I'm like, like no stopping once you yeah. get on the ice. You just big you're doing the 360 <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah, dragging the one like the back foot you know yep the the the, yeah the half the drag foot stop yeah 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 yeah. so but yeah so that was pretty cool to see you know them play him play or dress goalie that's funny i didn't see that story for edmonton i mean you brought memory that's what made me think of it so um but yeah it looks like in the scotia north um looks like toronto i mean they really stepped on the necks of winnipeg you know they winnipeg was right on their heels and they kind of just said "Uh, nope not gonna happen (laughs) not gonna happen so, so yeah, it looks like it's a battle of Winnipeg and Edmonton for a two spot. Yeah, more than it is for anybody battling them at the one, and and uh, that fourth spot. I mean, Montreal's kind of looked like they are like solidified it up, but Calgary lately has really you know they beat them twice. They've beat them twice yeah. in a row. They play again tonight, I believe. So they could gain two more points on them and be two points behind after tonight. I can see happening. I mean. They have some fun players on Calgary. You know, I, the Kachuk dude, you know, he's yeah. kind of a, he's a controversial sometimes, but yeah. he's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Daryl Suter. You, you know, Suter. Suter, yeah. Suter on the bench, you know, just grumpy. Right, just being, oh, yeah, that's right. Still the coach of the Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> he was the coach in 2004 and then the Cup. And no, then, Calgary. No, Flames. Flames, gosh. <laughs> Calgary, right, yeah. Anyways, yeah, you know the coach from 2004 back in 2021. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah, so, scrumping it. So yeah, I mean that's looking like you know that four spot might be a race like it is in every other division. So you know Winnipeg, Edmonton, I think that'll be a battle. But I think I think if Toronto plays Montreal, it could be a. I mean they Toronto's won more games, but it could still go the other way i mean nothing in this division i feel like is solidified i mean you could get a yeah. hot mcdavid dry title and they could come out of this division they could score enough points that nobody can match them <laughs> yeah. it's even like, though i think their goalie situation is terrible like, they're like an nba team almost where it's just like score all the points yeah, and then yeah. we'll win games we yeah can, yeah they win games 120 to 112 <laughs> defense who cares yeah just but, score the points yeah yeah so um, but nothing really exciting going on in that division, really. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of just is stayed pretty consistent. You know, Winnipeg, Edmonton alternating a little bit. Yeah, but and it's funny you see Edmonton in third, and you know you watch them, and you feel like they win a lot of games, and you feel like McDavid, Drysdale are they so high good. in points. Yeah, and you just feel like that they should be winning more games, and they're just not. So I think that's kind of weird. But like a weird thing I saw today was a. Uh, with McDavid on the ice, five on five, there are plus 88 goals. Oh, my with gosh. Mc, with McDavid not on the ice, five on five, they're negative 183. My 183? Yeah. 
Wow. So they're more than double in the negative. That's like like a, a difference of 260 goals. Talk about holding the world on your shoulders. Eh? You know, like carrying, like having that backpack on your shoulders, yeah. carrying the load. Like that's like a, that's like a little league team where like you got like one kid who like really knows how to play it and the rest of them are still learning how to skate. And it is crazy because sometimes on his, on those streaky coast to coast goals, he looks like that guy that's just like, yeah, he's the one dude on the ice that is just two gears ahead of everybody. Like he's, <laughs> his yeah. speed and his length. It's, I mean, with how, quick his hands are and how fast he is and how long he is. He just makes yeah. these plays. You're like, it just, it, he looks so easy. He does make it look easy. Like it's just nuts. So, you know, I mean that one, two, I mean that two, three spot, it could be a toss up. I mean, Nikolai Ehlers, they just announced that he's out for the rest of the regular season. Oh, is he? So Tough break. Maybe, maybe McDavid and dry will bring Edmonton Oilers up over them and still be playing each other, but you know, maybe get a couple more games at home. But also in this division, I mean, we talked about Montreal, but Cole Caulfield's going to make his debut tonight. I mean, oh, by the time people hear this, he'll have made it last night, but yeah. Oh, Cole Caulfield from Team USA is yeah, getting yeah, his yeah. debut tonight. So okay. yeah, Cole Caulfield, Team USA is getting his debut tonight for the Canadians. Let's rock. Let's, let's go, USA. So real, you know, prolific, prolific goal scorer. USA, USA. You know, shootout master probably. He's got always got the tricks up his sleeve. The next Oshi for Soshi kind of guy. Yeah, but he's definitely. I mean, he's a he's a he's a short guy like us, you know, like like a Boucher or like a you know Nick or Mason. Yeah, that's right. He's like like six inches smaller than everybody else on the team. Yeah, so. I love it, man. Like um, a Saint Louis. It'd be cool to watch Cole Caulfield do something tonight. So so uh, yeah, we're pulling for Caulfield. Yeah, all you yeah. Americans. And then know. yeah, so the, I mean that division. That's about it. And then jumping over to the. You know, your favorite division. The East, the Mass <laughs> oh, yeah, Mutual East. I saved it. We saved it for last because Mason's so excited to talk I've about been it. been stoked, yes. You know, they got a new crown right now. So a team holding the crown in the top spot for now. Penguins jumped up, you know, by a point to uh, take that top spot in the Mass Mutual East with 67 points. And, and they've been hot. They've just been, they've been hot. And Crosby will end the season at a point per game already. So, yeah, he passes Mario Lemieux. As. For third all time in that list, sixteen straight seasons. Yeah, and then he passed Malkin and Lemieux for twenty goal seasons. Yeah, he got his thirteenth. So notch that, and so that was exciting to see. And uh, I think he came out and said, like, you know, it's just basically a compliment to be in the conversation or be along in the company of, you know, Gretzky and and Howe. So, you know, he's he's pretty humble about getting those achievements, but that's always fun to see stuff like that and. Uh, it's been good. The East has just been a, a fun race. I mean, teams have been getting hot and streaky, and uh, the, the Islanders slid a little bit. They're, you know, I mean, they're only down number three, but yeah, they're five, four, and one in their last ten. It, it'll probably be another week, and this this division will be like, no, it could, you know, all these seasons, this all the teams in this division might not clinch until the end because it's really not that. I mean, it's a it's, let's see, what is it, a eleven point spread from five to one, so. Yeah. I it mean, might come down to the wire. I mean, it'll be like everyone clinches on the same day, but. Yeah. It's it's probably going to be the longest, I feel like, or the latest in the season for yeah. the clinch. But, yeah. I mean, it's fun. You know, the other, on the other side of that, you know, the the fun team, watch, you know, to see what right now what they do is New York. I mean, yeah, what like, are they, just four points behind Boston? Yeah, and speaking of goal differential, you know, we've kind of touched on that a lot. They're, they are a plus 33, and Boston's only a plus 18. Both of them are in the plus. 
But, but you know, I I mean, I mean, it, t- it helps when you have two like nine zero games or nine one games against Philly. I know that's you know? What I, that was in the back of my mind <laughs> when I was looking bit, at these but. like scores. So, but I mean, Pittsburgh where they shut out Boston last night one nothing. Yeah, a little so, a real grinder. So if that ends up being in that first round, I mean, Boston looks like that team that is in the fourth spot, but looks like a scary fourth spot. They are looks a scary like Penguins kind of. That's been a tough I matchup. I mean, a one nothing's not, not a dominant could go win. Go way, either way. But I think Penguins will hold on to that. And I definitely, you know, in the past years, you know, it's always been fun to see a Capitals Penguins. Yeah, know, it's been I series. Mean, so back to back years of the Penguins going winning that series, winning the cup, and then yeah, and the Capitals, Capitals finally made over that hump, won the cup. Yeah, so I, I'm pushing for to see that again. I always I, like it. It's a it's an emotional rivalry. A lot of game six, game seven kind of. Yeah, and I'd series. way rather see a Washington P- Pittsburgh matchup than like an Islanders Bruins matchup. Like, yeah, that sounds no. like the worst. That's not moving the needle <laughs> at all. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. You know, like making sure I'm watching those games if there's two games on. So right, like if they're on, they're on. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. New York is just it's it's crazy it's, it almost feels like a little bit too late but they're still right in the mix but like and they're ever since Panarin came hot. back yeah the goalies are hot Panarin has fifty six points in his thirty eight games Zabinajad we called him out when we did our deep dive yeah, and he yeah. just jumped way up yeah he got his third hat trick of the season yeah so and even Lafreniere is yeah coming Lafreniere's along moved up was he got nine goals now I think so he's got like four points in his last five yeah so and he's creeping up their roster in points you know been playing, he's been playing on the first he's, line yeah. yeah he's been playing on the first line so that's that's a big plus then, oh dude but Adam Fox man he's now, been he's exciting. in the Norris conversation now yeah like, he's, he's definitely like up 46 there with like, points yeah he's up there with Hedman now for the talk of the Norris so yeah, I mean, I don't know who else is you know really up there with them outside but. of that conversation. Yeah, but that's it's been pretty cool, like how they've really turned it on as of late, and so it just kind of gives it a little X factor, shakes it up a little bit. You know, I, all these teams have to stay humble or and stay disciplined in the top three because there's teams right on their heels. Yeah, so definitely this is the division that's like going to be fun for the next month to watch. Why I mean, yeah. we don't even got a month? What do we got? Like two weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks. There's actually going to be drama in this division where the other few, they're like, yeah, we, we already yeah, know. Yeah, three people have clinched, and there's a battle for fourth spot. Now, this this one really could. I mean, you could have a bad week or so and a good week on another people, and Penguins could jump from one to four. You know, you could have Boston move all the way up into first. You could have the Rangers move in, Washington fall all the way out. You know, it could be just anything like could happen. Yeah, just like that. You know, a few games, team gets three in a row. One of these teams in the top three loses three in a row. And they're playing each other. So up. that's the thing. is like you're playing each other. Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be a good battle to see what happens through the end. So, yeah. So I'm really excited to watch this, you know, division for the rest of the year. The but, Penguins yeah. had a crazy uh, almost loss against the – did you see that New Jersey Penguins game where it was like yeah. 6-1, I think, and Penguins? Then and it was New Jersey five. almost scored with like three seconds oh left to, gosh, to tie it up. Dude. That was some, that was. I feel like Penguins have a good day game. They always have a good day game. Yeah, that was a good. That's one of those games where you win, and you feel like you lost though. Yeah, when you're up by five or six, and the team comes back within one. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. win that game and be like, we lost. We feel like we lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two points, two points in the standings, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. actually playing for something, but it would feel like a loss. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that's really all I have to talk about. I mean, oh. Another news, and this really has nothing to do with any other team, but just just barely today they announced that 
NBC might not carry a single NHL game next year. What? Yeah. Are they like mad about the ESPN games or something? Yeah, they're they're mighty. They've they're looking like they're gonna pull their bids for the games next next wow. year. Wow! And so we'll be going from every NHL game being on NBC to no NHL games being on NBC next year. So when they like try and spark back up that romance with ESPN on huh? NBC, that bay is like, what about me? Yeah, huh? yeah. What did I do wrong? So it looks like we're gonna have TNT. TNT. NHL on TNT. That's crazy, dude. Because that's yeah, TNT. I feel like it's just been basketball, NBA forever. Yeah, it's, it's usually got like your Shaq and everybody on there. And yeah, stuff. So TNT yeah. hockey. I mean, I'm down for it. But I the NBC product has been good. I've been you know happy with. I, I feel like it's been good, but I feel like they've really like watched anybody who's been colorful at all. They kind of pull. As far okay, as far as broadcasting goes, you yeah. know, like it's it's kind of limited. Yeah. And I, you, you make a good point. Like, it is hard to they do get push some, the limit a little bit. They get some monotone guys on there. Yeah. I mean, they signed Babcock to talk hockey. I mean, Babcock is about the most monotone coach. <laughs> like, he gave the, like, <laughs> the boringest, point. like, press conference. You know? And, like, yeah. that's really how he calls games and stuff. And, I mean, you got some exciting people on there. I mean, I feel like Sharpie's been a fun one to watch on there. Anson Carter usually has a pretty good opinion. Yeah. And Catherine Tappen, you know, usually switches it up. But she's I mean, in commercials. But I mean, they canned they can Jeremy Roenick for his comments on another podcast. They can Jeremy was fun, man. And then all of a sudden, he said a couple things. Yeah, and, and he's gone. And then, uh, you know, I just it's yeah, it's Pierre Maguire. I don't know what he's gonna do. <laughs> uh, yeah, what is Pierre gonna do? Because um, you know uh, he's being exclusive to ESPN. Oh yeah, Barry Melrose. Barry Melrose has been pretty much all ESPN, right? Yeah, so, so. it'd be fun to see more of him. Yeah, it'll be he, fun. You know, he pushes a little bit, but he, he's always got the great hockey flow. Yeah, um, definitely. So I'm excited. I mean, it's it's gonna be like that. Like, I feel like it's gonna be like when you rearrange your room. Like, it you don't want to do it, and you're gonna feel like it's off. But never know. Maybe it'll be better next year having these games on ESPN and TNT and not NBC like we all have been so used to. Yeah. I so. mean, it has been nice because it feels like, I don't know, we have the whole stage. You know, as hockey like fans, you know, like NBC, yeah. you know, NBC Sports Network, it's like been dominated by hockey where like ESPN has a lot more competition. So, yeah, how they, I mean, I mean, they're a huge network. They have three channels, so. They can figure it out, but, you know, competing against NFL or NBA on on a weekly basis, you know, all those other sports, but it'll be fun. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a little exciting thing if you're, you know, you're looking to where you're going to get your TV hockey games next year. So, but yeah, that's, that's about all I got. It's been real. It's been fun. I think it's been real fun. I think it's been a really fun I, I think we had a little for 16, you know, getting our driver's license, we, we swerved a little bit. We yeah. ran a couple red lights, but I think we're going to get it. I think, I think we're walking away with a license. <laughs> Solid C. <laughs> C's get degrees. That's right. C's. <laughs> C's get licenses. That's right. To keep podcasting. That's right. So, all right, Mason. It's been fun. Hey, it's been great. Later, everybody. See you guys later. One last thing before. Go. As always, this episode of Welcome to Cup Talk was brought to you by Hockey Stops. Hockey Stops is a local veteran-owned hockey shop in Ogden located at 4590 Harrison Boulevard. 
Starting with the dream and a hope to give back to the community and grow the sport. Hockey Stops is a storefront location, open seven days a week. It carries everything from gear, stickers, even training tools. They got some local coffee in there. They got a bunch. Go in there and check it out. Yeah, Hockey Stops also um, offers blade contouring and you know anything you want to do to your skates, he can definitely yeah. do them. And he's going to get you tuned up. He's going to get you sharpened. He's going to get you contoured. He's going to get... You know, just that perfect edge and give you that edge on the ice you need and the edge over the competition. So go check out Corey. Ask him, say, hey, give me the works on the skates. Give me the works. Make it happen. Yeah. So go in there, check it out, grab some stuff, grab some stuff for the kids. Yeah. At a fair price and support a local hockey shop. Yep. All right. Check out Hockey Stops. 